Welcome to Solomon's Temple. In this episode, I just sort of wanted to do a little rap and rave about what I think is going on and what I think the major issues concerning humankind are. I guess I wanted to go over maybe briefly some social problems, but more on a, a macro scale, like why I have a problem. What is going on? What are the difficulties facing our current situation? What is the situation? What are the game rules? And I'm not claiming I know the answers to all this stuff. I'm just sort of presenting some things that may resonate with you, may not. But it's definitely w worth uh, getting into because I'm no expert, but I do believe we need to diversify maybe our opinions on our situations. So I think I just want to lay some of that stuff out. First of all, we live in a democracy. Democracy was invented by philosophers thousands of years ago democratic process allegedly is the consent of the governed i don't know how much free will the governed have because being governed the the latin roots for government govern being control mentis mind controlling the mind and to what capacity are we living in an authoritarian sort of mind state or way of being or way of viewing humans through the lens of modern civilization as we are currently going through it together. So what would true individuality mean and what in, in nature and all of the world in mind would democratic values truly stand up to pure freedom and true individuality? See what I mean there? It seems as though our generative capacity to make and have power and influence over environments and to share in a sort of wealth, a concrescence, a marketplace of wealth. We seem to worship gift-giving. We seem, we seem to worship being of use or having utility or having power over things. We seem to utilize that a lot. And of course, we came out of difficulty by harnessing energy. I don't think we harness it quite efficiently or cleanly, but it's not to lament that we can get a lot of things done. We have manipulated things to, we have sped up the process of putting things from here to there. You know, we have been able to multiply a way of life for everybody, and it seems to happen right on time, or at least it happens on time. The farther up you go in class, and then it arrives more abundantly at you the farther down you are, as far as I could tell. But is enough to say that someone can make a modest wage and buy all sorts of equipment to be able to talk to however many people that are willing to listen. You could, you could run podcasts nowadays, so a lot of people have lots of power, potentially. There's a lot of potential power there. Of course, people go through, not to be, to construct a pun here right on, right on the queue, but to have a lot of resistance to the amount of followers or listeners you have is based on probably another important element such as prestige, or authority, or just popular culturism, what you're talking about, but how you're talking about it, of course, you need skill on the mic. Do I have skill on the mic? Maybe a little bit, or else I probably wouldn't be doing it at all if I didn't have some aptitude for it. Where'd I go with this? Anyways, um, democracies are overrun by rich people, so it's like a plutocracy that have, you know, a rule by rich mentality, all of us kind of do because we continuously vote for people who buy the most airtime. Somehow all these people keep getting into office 
when there's clearly other candidates. So how much uh, free will does everyone really have when they're choosing, rather than it being already bought and sold and exchanged and dealt with prior? I mean, I called it. I knew Donald Trump was going to get elected. You know certain candidates are going to get elected because they're in the pockets of people, you know. It's the one that's being, that's buying it out, it seems like. Because are you going to listen to anyone else when you don't hear about anyone else? So part of the problem with modern democracy is demagoguery. And even Socrates had an issue with it. Because they're, you know, they're sweet shop owners. They're people who entice you through their, their language their use of language and their cunning ability to trick your mind. We see it in argumentation. The arguments aren't good. They're just able to capture your attention. They use key words and they know how to argue effectively. They know how to say things. And the mind is currently led on. I can't tell you how many logical fallacies my mind either picks up subconsciously, like something wrong there, or explicitly identifies what the fallacy is. It's not good, it's not good argumentation or intellectual ability, but it's really done on purpose. I think people are, are kept in a sort of state of mind where they're not critically viewing what the options are, and they're just going along strictly with the status quo. And I believe there's sort of a strict hierarchical oligarchy that's controlling everybody, even though they're convincing them they have free will. So that could be a problem in terms of how much control we have over our lives. And of course, the arbitration process of money, we're not as accommodating as we need to be. That's what the economy should be about. More about accommodation and collect collectivity rather than people freely controlling it themselves. Although I do believe in free market, but just the ethics and morals behind the money-making process, it's unnatural. It's just, it's a process that leaves people, you can control it so well now, but you could leave everybody down and out. And, and greed is kind of running amok. And I think people who have more than others need to be more willing to share just based on the ethics of the whole model, not try to justify everybody's position where they are. So that's really a question or that needs to come from within and people need to be more critical about candidates. I don't think people really look at a voting record ever. But other than, than that, it's like, where are we headed from here? We can't simply go on and on and on with capitalism because material is finite and we just can't keep producing the same kind of things we've been producing there's so much waste i mean the planet is suffering in so many dimensions not only that we could probably even solve this environmental crisis if people just simply for a day or even got interested in this environmental problem we could reproduce solutions to plastic we have we could reproduce fungus that can eat plastic and then we could make things out of plastic that are long-standing that we could keep recycling structurally so it doesn't go anywhere. You know, we could scoop it all up or we could eat it all if we just rallied together and over time at least keep your plastic, dissolve the plastic, or reuse the plastic, and then make things out of other material for now. Probably other ways to do this. But of course, the, materi the uh, materialism that is involved with all this stuff is not going to last forever. We don't have all the things in the world to mine up and use and to be able to regenerate wealth forever. So how important are the stars right now? Do we need to find another star? Do we need to mine asteroids? Do we just, do we need to get out there more? Do we need to become a more just interstellar entity as a species? Then again, it's like, 
how crazy have we gotten where, where we have to be crafty enough to try to force our way out into another environment that isn't our own. Like maybe this, this is either a compersion to head to the stars or we're so wide-eyed and intelligent of, our, of, our, of the whole union of being or we're becoming that, that we think we can get away with everything, but maybe there's limitations we're unaware of. So maybe living better, it's either we go back to the mother and we live a lot more naturally and, and sanely and in tune with what we should be doing. Like we're very, but it's hard to regulate a species like us. We don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> but at some point, you know, I think it'll have to turn out to be a much more wiser, under control species that's able to live in harmony. There's also a, a gigantic progression of trauma that seems to be inescapable that we can't get away from these recurrences and I see it happening even on purpose people purposefully inflame uh, the, the dialectic and, and talk about instances in a very one-sided way or very cunning in their in their language and they just like pissing people off and I think creating war between your neighbors rather than solving problems and creating a union and being loving towards one another isn't the strategy or the focus it's divisiveness. People just like hurting other people and being argumentative. But it comes with sort of a traumatic lens. How do you... These things need to come together in more of a union, but it has to come from within. And I think the information age might be a good savior for that, that enough dissonance or enough information will be passed along where everyone sort of grasp, grasps the general puzzle and and fits it together and frames it finely but I don't know you know uh, it's not that easy and I think uh, the progression of just mentation and our situation is much more complex and the perception of it or anyone's perception or language of it like I'm giving you is insufficient it's hard to describe exactly how to solve this but I think it may have to do with a well continuously evolving and transition into new kinds of ages this technological age allows all of us to not only come together and see each other but have this sort of uh, massive uh, trans personal psychic experience or psychedelic experience it's very boundary dissolving and it's intensely information based you have to just get data dumped on you from all ends and you have to deal with it so this dynamic we have to get used to and of course we've seen a lot of people fly off the handle and i think perhaps moving away from selfish attitudes and and just not identifying so much with where where you are personally now but understanding that there is a continuous unfolding and there's an insistence on greater platitudes of mind and being and that I don't know how to carry it off from there, but ultimately, in order to write up or create the situation at hand, you need to be an author. You need to be an authority, and we're not going to put dumb asses at the helm. So you need to know what to do. You need to know how to organize, what to say, so on and so forth. So you know, to be led along is to be led along, but to be led astray is always an option. And maybe it's hard not to run into issues i don't there's no easy answer to this but at some point we're going to run out of materials and the earth is going to try to 
shake us off like the fleas we are, you know, if it keeps heating up and we keep doing the same patterns, but we need to break pattern because life is pattern. And it's a pattern of complexity and of higher and higher orders as time goes on. So the concrescence of information getting passed along, I mean, some people think Facebook is evil, but we're social creatures and we're here to sort of accumulate uh, and enculturate information and pass it in between each other. And we put things out there and ideas either assimilate it or don't. And it, it goes where it goes. I think any idea right now that creates a union among the most amount of people possible would probably be pretty good for us, just saying. Cultural conservatism might take a backseat to this current age, but the resourcefulness and, and the drivenness and the ability to be responsible for everything that we're doing needs to stay relatively conservative in form, and we need to be careful, but we need to also be able to venture and open our minds up. But honestly, I, I don't know. It could, it could be very uh, thought-provoking, yes, but also anxiety-producing for a lot of people to think about the, the possible pitfalls of our situation. Is it going to be a Mad Max, the way we're going? But I don't think so. I really do have faith in humanity. I think we need to just keep being a lot more positive and, and strategizing in a more loving way and then just be, be smart, be the uh, adaptive smart people we are and just keep generating you know and be on the good foot with with uh, the, the new age of information and diversify your thoughts and sort out just what does not serve us in this time but in the forefront of it all i think illiteracy is definitely a major issue and then also taking for granted our current institutional models, the rigid, rigidity of law, um, the insistence that money is the be-all, end-all to valuating and valuing everything, and it being the ultimate medium of who gets what, and ultimately trying to decide where the accumulation of behavior is going, should it return back into an archaic sort of uh, revision and it stay there or would we venture forth out and continue the same process that we have but maybe you know in some sense if we have to keep being faster and faster like maybe time is forcing us to be you know faster and faster and more complex but we clean up our act of energy and we get a hold of, of what it is that is truly happening on a physics scale and infinitize it and clean it up don't make it a byproduct of, of bad material. And of course, to identify within ourselves our, 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 tra our traumas, our psychological issues, and our ideological uh, mis misinterpretations or misgivings in terms of speech acts. And I think freedom of speech is good, obviously, and to let even bad speech happen, to identify it and to correct it, but be impeccable with our words, especially when I'm on the mic, and do a little more slam poetry <laughs> and just serve people. No, I don't know. Maybe serving's good, but probably less serving and just more impeccable words and, and, a, and a loving demeanor, maybe. Okay, well, yeah, it was good rapping with y'all. Um, if you liked it, uh, go to my Patreon and, and give me some support. Patreon.com forward slash Solomon's Temple. 
I will see you next time. Bye-bye.